That was a good intro, though. All right. Welcome to 10. Um, <laughs> the it's a habitual thing. It we, is. It's so funny. Shana I'm like, has what to is look it? at the sign to know where I she did. is. I, it's true. It's just a thing. That's Shauna Dorsey with the Nebraska Tech Collaborative. And I'm yes. Todd Murphy with TrueScope, a media <laughs> intelligence company. We're doing a series on personal brand equity. Uh, Shauna Dorsey's the host and I'm the guest. <laughs> I thought we might just reverse the roles for the introduction this time to mix it up a little bit. Go ahead, Shauna. Yeah, why not? Um, okay, you stole all the thunder, but that's okay. So I'll add a little bit more. NCC is powered by Exarbon. A great foundation. Great foundation. And Todd is not a guest. He is my co-host on this sub-series. True. So thank you so much for doing this with me. Honored to be with Appreciate you. Appreciate it. Um, so personal brand, brand equity, it follows the same format as 10. Unedited, obviously, you'll hear all this nonsense ahead of <laughs> this, the current content. But it keeps it fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we're coming up with some tips you can use. You don't have to use all of them. If you just remember one, it will hopefully help you take what you've learned skills you've developed, and ideally move those into a position where you can thrive uh, doing something you love. Yeah. Um, we, we recognize that many of these tips won't work for everybody, but if you can find one that works for you, it will help you in the business world. And in previous uh, sessions, we've talked about not fighting um, human nature. There are realities to the world of business. Um, Today, we're going to talk about um, swimming with bigger fish, mm -hmm. which is a metaphor. Um, it's, it's kind of like uh, if you're an, an athlete of any type or, or like myself, not an athlete, but still like to play sports. Um, for example, pickleball, mm. huge sport these days. Is I know. It? Yeah. Shauna plays, I think, three times a week now. Never, never have. Um, we'll pretend Shauna plays pickleball because it's huge. And um, but or tennis or, or pick your sport. Okay. If you are always playing someone who's as good or worse than you, it's hard to get better. That's so true. Because, you know, as they say, iron sharpens iron. I think mm -hmm. that's a saying. Um, playing somebody better, you, you might lose, mm -hmm. but you're building stronger skills. That's true. Okay, so where this relates for me is when I do my 5K. So they have waves. And the first wave is like the fastest group of runners. And then the last wave is like strollers and dogs, you know. So I usually go somewhere in the middle, but the further to the back I am, then I'm competing at that level, which is yeah. so bizarre. But when I get up with the faster wave, I'm not as fast as those guys, but it definitely pushes me. So you're going to up your pace. Yep. And the funny thing is, and we won't go into it because it's too long of a topic, but perfectionists will actually um, do what you talked about. If they'll, they'll move back. And then they'll try to catch up. Mm -hmm. And if they can't catch up, they'll give up. Hmm. And that's mm -hmm. because in the mind of a perfectionist, the fear of failure is worse than giving up. Right. And so um, we don't want to get into that topic, but it's something to watch out for. If you detect yourself starting to become a perfectionist, yep. I always go for the 80-20 rule. If, if I can be 80% good or if I can get a, a project to 80% ready to launch, go with it. We'll figure out the other 20% along the way mm -hmm. and we'll iron out the kinks along the way. But if I had ever waited for anything to get to hundred percent perfect, I wouldn't have launched anything. Yep. And that's something I, I learned by, by working with people who were better than me mm -hmm. in my industry. Um, I started in this industry full-time right out of college and went to industry and trade meetings and it could be any industry. It doesn't have to be my industry and every, every industry has trade groups but it could be inside of a corporation. Mm -hmm. If you're new to a team, uh, get to know someone who's been on that team for a long time. Yep. And yeah, they're going to be better at it. 
you know, if they're a coder, they're going to have more, more coding tricks up their sleeve. Uh, but that will make you a better coder or a better leader or whatever you want to be. Yeah, this is uh, so timely. So again, I, I've, on these um, episodes, I've talked about conferences here and there. And I've run into people at times who won't go to a session because they'll think the topic is way over their head or that they won't know enough to grasp everything. And I'm like, that's, you don't need to. The person who's speaking about it is the expert. So you'll learn a little bit. Maybe Mm -hmm. some of it won't connect. Um, But just being around people who are excelling in these spaces where you want to excel is is so key. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So whatever size fish you are, there will always be a bigger fish. It's like, the guy who walks into the bar thinking he's the toughest and likes to start fights. Eventually he runs into a guy who's tougher than he is and he gets his clock cleaned. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's kind of a negative uh, analogy. That was, that I apologize. Was next time. But, but you could, but in that lesson, he learned his limitations, mm-hmm. but also maybe learned some moves for the next bar fight. And hopefully a little humility. Yeah. And, and, and the fact of the matter is, Violence gets you nowhere. True. But in terms of business and thriving, swimming with bigger fish, go, attending conferences that might be slightly above your level, mm-hmm. hanging out with people who might be smarter than you or yep. further along in their journey, all those things are good. Iron sharpens iron. You will become better. You will become smarter at what you do. Yep. And that all leads you down that path towards thriving mm-hmm. within the skills that you enjoy. Right. And I'm always inspired by um, when I'm in groups with people who are up and coming. And I remember being there. It's not so long ago that I don't remember wondering like how I would even ask a person to be a mentor and all of these things. Um, But now when people ask me, I'm like, good for you for being courageous enough to ask for help. That's that's incredible. And and that's hard. Mm -hmm. But like I assume the Nebraska Tech Collaborative has ways to help um, people in their various programs find mm-hmm. a mentor. Yep. And, and though there are, and Omaha is a great community for that. Nebraska as a whole is a great state for that. Mm-hmm. There are pathways through the chambers of commerce, um, the Nebraska tech collaborative universities, yep. whether it's internships or whatever, finding a way to put yourself in a room with people that are further down that path than you are mm-hmm. will make you better at what you want to do. And it'll let you get there faster yeah. than if you try to do it all on your all on your own. Very true. So, how are some ways, or what are some ways people can um, get connected to those bigger fish, if you will? Well, I would obviously say first reach out to the Nebraska Tech Collaborative to see if they have anything that they can help help you with. That's nice. Um, okay, I appreciate that you did that. Thanks, but I was not planning that seat. But thank you. Okay. Well, it was a. I can do a shameless plug for you because I have no skin in the game. I'm not even a donor yet to Nebraska Tech Collaborative, so I'm, I'm a freeloader at this point. But if you're a student, you know, talk to your, your professor. You know, fi- there's got to be one professor you like at your school. Mm-hmm. Every school has one professor you like. Talk to him or her and, and, and hey, I'd, I'd like to get involved. Uh, the Chamber of Commerce has the uh, Young Professionals mm-hmm. Organization, which is a ton of fun. Obviously, I've aged out of that group by a long shot, but um, but that's another avenue. There are civic groups like um, even Rotary clubs. Mm-hmm. I think Omaha has like seven Rotary clubs. They have a lot, and 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 they love to have people come, new people come in, because everybody is willing in 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 a in a civic group like like Rotary or mm-hmm. whatever. People love sharing their knowledge, 
So you can sit down next to the executive of Leo A. Daily or potentially the superintendent of schools and 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 that person he or she would like to talk to you and say you could and and we can back up to our first um, ten session on personal brand equity. Just start by asking a question. Mm-hmm. So you lean over and you, you say, "What do you do?" And it turns out uh, she's the superintendent of the Omaha Public Schools. And you can go, "Wow, mm-hmm. that's impressive." It's okay to compliment people. Yes, it, it, as long as it's authentic and legitimate. You know, you don't want to mm-hmm. be fake. No one likes a, a, a fake person. Yep. But just ask a question. Be curious. We talked about in one of our prior sessions. Mm-hmm. Um, but but at the at the end of of this session, what we want you to do is try to remember to swim. To to be next to people mm-hmm. who are peers, but maybe a little bit further down the path. Yep. Um, so those are some of the places that I would get plugged in. You know, I'd be curious if you can think back to. You know, Sean as a person, if you if you don't know her, she legitimately has a high personal brand equity and and she's done an outstanding job. She's a good example. I'm, I'm saying that legitimately of someone who has a very good personal brand equity. Um, can you think of when you made a conscious decision to think about who you are, what your skills are and what you're going to do to lean into that? If that's not too personal. No, it's not too personal. It's just that I have 30 seconds. So let me see how I'm going to answer this question in a little bite-sized chunk. Um, I remember in the early days of running Inter- Interface School, which was a web developer school I helped start up in 2014, I had a really hard time uh, just connecting to the community because I wasn't really a part of it. But I started going to events like different meetup groups, which I think was where it all started to kind of shift for me. And I'm like going to these groups, listening to these super smart people. And then over time, uh, figured out how to leverage LinkedIn to say I was at this event and I heard from the insert speaker. They're amazing. And so then it start. it was like um, brand building through association, if you will. And then over time, finding my way as a tech community builder type. So, so that's a great example. Yeah. You found a pond where you could swim with bigger fish. Yes. Excellent. Okay. That's all the time we have for today. Thank you for joining us for, for this episode. Thank you.